Good morning to everybody. Scott Caldwell back with you this weekend and part of the Indiana State Fair series that I'm trying to do every year up here visiting the State Fair. Our kids are competing, trying to visit with different people that are up here and get a chance to meet with some people that we wouldn't normally be able to talk to very easily. So today I am talking with Maddie Denton, the State Secretary. Maddie, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I am doing great. I get to be at State Fair. It doesn't get a lot better than that, especially with good weather. So real quick, tell the audience a little bit about your background, kind of where you're from, and how you got into agriculture. Um, I'm from a tiny little town called Moreland, Indiana. It has maybe 200 people (laughs) on a good day, so very small little town. But as of my agriculture background, I don't really have much of an agriculture background. My parents came from Newcastle. They lived in town, and we actually ended up having land that was given to us from my previous grandparents who did raise hogs on it, but it kind of ended there. So I kind of just joined FFA on a whim, not with much of an ag background. And when I joined it, I ended up loving it. And here I am today. All right. So as you got into agriculture classes and the FFA, did you feel kind of out of place not having an ag background like most people would think you need to have? At first, a little bit. Like when I first started coming to the meetings, I felt a little bit out of place, mainly because all of the people that were in FFA in my little chapter at the time were all juniors and seniors, so they were very much bigger than me, and they all had farms. And as I started talking to them, these upperclassmen really connected with me on a personal level, and that made me feel really at home. And so then I just started not to feel left out, and I just started embracing my uniqueness I guess and really being able to connect with those people despite our differences and having FFA in common. That's cool so what was your SAE your supervised ag experience then while you were in high school? Um, I actually had three. First was poultry production where I raised hens specifically for their egg production and then I sold it to my neighbors, friends, co-workers, all those people who wanted eggs. My second was veterinary science so I worked at a local clinic called Parker Veterinary Service and I gained experience with small animals, worked in surgeries, ran appointments, all that fun stuff. I gained over 500 hours of experience which is very crazy and very impressive for my age I've been told and then my third one was ag education so I actually started a elementary ag club. We had 30 little kids from kindergarten to third grade and they came in every Friday night from 3.30 to 4.30, and I just taught them a little bit about agriculture. We made a committee, so the committee all helped us make this happen. Oh, that's very cool. Now, how about FFA activities? What all were you involved with as far as the FFA and things and competitions, that stuff? I did quite a variety. I started livestock judging, was not a fan, so I quit that <laughs> in eighth grade. Um, nice. Entomology, I did that from freshman year to senior year. Um, I did a couple other things. I did a lot of leadership development events. So I did prepared public speaking, extemporaneous speaking, um, leadership ambassador. I think those were the main three I did. And then my all-time favorite SAE was definitely veterinary science. I'm going to nationals this year. Oh, wow. So I'm very excited for that. That one was my all-time favorite. And then I also did poultry product, or poultry judging. Nice. And, and you handled that question so well because my follow-up was going to be, what's your least favorite? Apparently, livestock judging. And I was going to ask then, what's your m- most favorite? Apparently, the vet science. So you handled all that. So well done on that. So talk about the, um, the leadership things that you were involved with. I mean, you're a state officer, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But leading up to state office, how did you get involved from a leadership standpoint in your chapter and the district and state? What was that like for you? 
Um, I joined FFA as an eighth grader. You have something on your shoulder. And then as an eighth grader, I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I got to meet the chapter officers and I thought they were really cool being juniors, seniors. One of my good friends actually went in as a freshman. And my freshman year, I didn't think I was prepared for that yet. So I decided, you know what, I'm not gonna run for chapter office yet. But then my sophomore year, I did, and I ended up getting treasurer. And then the next year, I kept on running, and then my senior year, I was president. And I decided to take a, take a step further and try for district office. I ran my sophomore year going into my junior year, and I did not get it. So that kind of pushed me a little bit harder to say, okay, let's try this again. So I tried it again the next year, and I got vice president. So it was really cool just to have that development of, it's okay to fail, but you know, I ended up making it in the long run, so that's what matters. That's awesome. So I love hearing that, that you're able to say, you know, as a leader that you've had failures and they drove you to success in there. And that's really cool. So we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. When we get back, we're going to talk about where that success has taken Maddie and what she's doing as a state officer. But we'll be right back. Are you receiving the correct cash rent? Is there improvements that could be made to increase your return from your farmland investment? Take advantage of the current strong ag economy and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investments. At Halderman Real Estate and Farm Management, we bring over 90 years of experience and knowledge to the table. We listen and can understand your farming goals. We offer advice, recommendations, solutions, and create a plan on how we can help you meet your needs and goals. Take advantage of the current strong ag economy. Contact Chris or Lauren Peacock or Craig Springmeyer and let us help you evaluate your farming operation and maximize your investment. Experience, knowledge, and professionalism. Contact Halderman today at Halderman.com. All right, we are back again. Scott Caldwell talking with Maddie Denton, the state FFA secretary for Indiana. And we're at the state fair at their Young McDonald's Farm building and just discussing her background of things. And now we're going to start talking about what it's like to be a state officer. So first of all, let's talk about the process of applying NOMCOM, uh, that whole, I guess, craziness might be a good word. What was that like for you? That was a big ball of stress, but it was so, so worth it. So we had nine rounds of interviews that went from Thursday night to Saturday night. So I spent a lot of time with my candidates. We had 16 candidates that went into the final round that year. So we got very, very close. So it was really cool to have those connections with people. And I still talk to some of the candidates today. So that was just a little bit of how my interview process was. I was very stressed, but I made the best of the situation, and I ended up having lifelong friendships from it. So, and you talked about, you said 16 candidates, right? But really, if we back up even farther, there was, I think, like 25 or so originally, and so they had to do prelims. So really, to be a state officer, you're picked as one of those top leaders, top team member as well, though, amongst those, right? Mm-hmm. So we started off with 27 candidates, and we had two candidates decide that they didn't want to do it. So we ended up with, I think, around 24, 25. And then we went through prelims, and we knocked that down to 16. So the 16 people went to Purdue, and then that's when we did our um, real, like, 12, like, traditional 12 rounds of rounds and just that kind of interviewing process. Yeah. And the amazing thing is, you know, I got to meet a lot of those state officer candidates that didn't get elected during state convention. 
and every single one of them are amazing individuals and amazingly talented in there and so it it just blows my mind to see who the state officers are because really you could have taken any combination of those and really made a great team don't you think yeah it was crazy i even said on my nine on one i said any and all of these candidates are just equally qualified as me and if i don't get state office i will be more than happy knowing that those seven individuals will be serving indiana ffa even if it's not me because i know that they are all so so qualified i can't imagine how hard it was for nomcom to choose those seven individuals because i knew i could never do it because that is such a hard decision yeah, I know. I've served on chapter and district nomcoms. I've never been on the state, and I just can't imagine. That's that's some pretty tough stuff and big decisions that they're making there for that. So now let's talk about what does it mean to be a state officer then? For those that aren't familiar with Indiana FFA, either they're, they're living in Indiana or Ohio, and they're not familiar with it, what's that mean to be a state officer? What's involved? Um, there's definitely a lot of work involved, and there's also a lot of fun involved. So I am able to meet so many different members and really be a face of Indiana FFA. I am so fortunate. It is such a privilege to be able to do this. So right now, we are at the Great Indiana State Fair, so I'm spending time meeting members, advocating for agriculture to the people who come through the State Fair. They can walk through the pavilion, see the animals, go through the different little stations we have, such as farm to fork, so seeing where your food comes from and how it gets onto your fork working the caddy shack, being able to provide those people with wonderful experiences of mini golf. So that's just one of the things I'm doing right now, but it's really put me in a big leadership experience to make an impact, advocate for agriculture, and just make experiences for FFA members good. And Indiana FFA is pretty unique in the United States as far as their state officers and the living arrangements. Am I right? Yes. So the seven of us do live together. We actually went to Washington, D.C., where we were able to meet all of the state officers in the nation. And when we told them that we lived together and took a gap year, all of their mouths dropped. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, my goodness, you live together? And we're like, oh, yeah. So we live together full year round. We take a gap year to be able to serve Indiana FFA. It's definitely been a big arrangement going from living with one brother to now I have six other siblings, but it's been nothing but a big, it's been really fun to be able to have that experience and we all have so much fun in the house together and being able to work together to make the impact for Indiana FFA. It's awesome. And I know that you've got a lot of stuff coming up the next year that you're going to be involved with, with travel and going and seeing chapters and businesses and all that. Do you have anything that like you're really looking forward to doing? I know there's lots of amazing things, but is there something that you're like, oh, this is going to be awesome? I'm really excited for the conferences. So we have Fall LDW coming up, and I am really, really excited to host that conference. It's for chapter officers learning how to work with their team throughout the year. So we're currently planning that, and I am definitely very, very excited to see where that takes me. I'll be giving kind of just members an overall understanding of how to be working together. Me and my team are working together to make those sessions become a reality. We have a theme picked out and I'm very excited for that theme. And it's so, a secret? It is a secret. Oh, we'll figure man, okay. out that day. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited to see where it goes. So if you're curious about what that theme is, pay attention to Indiana FFA's social media page because they will have updates during camps and sessions and things that are going on so you can see what they're doing for that. All right, Maddie. Love getting a chance to talk to you. I got to say, it's been neat for me watching you grow up in the FFA. I've been able to see over the last few years with my involvement with stuff and my daughter's involvement and connections to you, too. Um, But before we go, got to ask you the same question I ask everybody right at the end of the program. And I know you just graduated high school, but what's something you wish you had known when you were younger? It'd definitely be to step outside of my comfort zone. So joining FFA, I feel like that was one of my biggest moments where I stepped outside of my comfort zone 
But before that, in fifth and sixth grade, I remember being terrified to join anything, <laughs> and it stopped me from doing sports because I just didn't uh. want to join anything. And then FFA came around, and I went into middle school and high school, and I ended up stepping out of my comfort zone and joining FFA, and look where I'm at now. So you never know what opportunities you can be given to really make that impact and take that next that next step further for your future. So just don't be afraid to take that next step and take that opportunity. That's great advice. And I think what I've seen over from people over the years is when you step outside of your comfort zone and you achieve something, that becomes your new comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And so it's not so scary once you get in that. So, Maddie, thank you again. This has been uh, Scott with, the Matt, with Maddie Denton, the Indiana FFA State Secretary, talking to you from the Indiana State Fair. Been so grateful for Maddie taking time out of her schedule to talk with us and tell what she's got going on. Uh, So, folks, just have a great week, and remember to tell your story and agriculture story because they deserve to be heard. Have a great week.